Blood is thicker than water. So this is an expression that I want to look at today. But as usual, I'm not going to tell you what this means, but you're going to have to wait until later in the episode to find out. So have a think about it and see if you can guess correctly. Blood is thicker than water. Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture. With me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello, English learners. I'm recording here, still recording from Thailand. Very good to be talking with you again. So today I'm going to be answering a listener question that I received back in December. Of course, I have to quickly mention that if you want to read today's transcript, so if you want to read the text of what I'm saying, you know, if you want to kind of improve your listening practice, you can head over to ewmichael.com forward slash family. That's family. So yes, I received a very, very nice message from Bianca from Spain, and she sent this back in December. So first of all, I have to say I'm sorry for not getting to this question sooner, but usually for the podcast, I have a a backlog of episodes ready to release. So maybe I will plan a few weeks in advance. So if you do ask a question, there might be some delay. And actually, I do have other questions that have been asked that will be coming out in the in the coming weeks. So if you have asked a question, please be patient and hopefully the podcast will be available soon. But yeah, so for today we're going to look at Bianca's question. So I'll quickly I'll quickly read what message she left for me. So she says, "Dear Michael, I think your podcast is great. Of course I have to include that nice compliment there, right?" <laughs> So I am a Spanish teacher in the Netherlands, and although I have a lot of experience, I always learn from your podcast. So I'm really, really happy to hear that. I'm always so happy, especially when teachers are listening as well. That's really great. So she continues, what is very useful to me are the episodes where I can get tools for a purpose, such as what you can use when you're traveling. So I would like to know what I can use if I want to talk about my family or about my friends. So talking about daily life is the basis for communication. And I think that every time I learn a new subject, I add a stone to my construction. So I guess by that last part, she means another kind of building block to her you know, English wall, so to speak. That's kind of a strange analogy, but I understand And yeah, that is a really good point as well, like looking at more practical English and English that you can use for specific purposes. So thank you very much for the question. So maybe in a future episode, I can talk about friends. That's a very big topic is communicating with friends and perhaps looking at some slang and casual expressions we use with friends. But for today, I thought we could focus on family because this is a big topic in in itself, you know? So some people have, of course, close relationships with their families, others do not. But regardless of that, these expressions today are really useful for many, many situations, including with friends. 
So today I'm going to talk a little bit about family, a bit about my family and myself, and focus on some very useful expressions along the way. One really interesting thing that I did before was I researched my family tree or my ancestry. So the family tree is the history of your family and all of your ancestors, as all of the people that came before. And when you kind of keep researching, it makes the shape of a tree with different branches of the tree. And each branch represents a person in the family. So I tried this a couple years ago using Ancestry.org. And it's not sponsored, by the way. It's just a very useful and popular website. And I was able, after a few hours, to trace my family back 500 years. That's really incredible to me. I could see 500 years of history in my family. And it seems that farming runs in the family. Farming. And this is because my family have been mostly farmers, from what I could see. And, at least on my mother's side, they lived in the same small village for centuries. So, it's actually kind of boring in some way that they kind of lived in the same place for maybe 500 years. But also very interesting, maybe very fascinating. Perhaps there isn't so much diversity in my genes. Maybe that means I'm very, very British. I don't know. So one expression here is to run in the family. So if something runs in the family, we're talking about a quality or a skill that is shared in the family. Another example could be curly hair. Curly hair runs in my family since both of my parents and I have curly hair. Or at least it would be curly if it was long enough. So what about you? What runs in your family? What do you and your parents and your grandparents have in common? So as always, leave a comment and I'm really happy to see you practicing these expressions, but also just happy to see what your answers are. I'm always curious. But there is no denying that my brother and I are related. So yeah, I have a, a brother who is two years younger than me. And when we were growing up, people that met us always said we were the spitting image of each other. And much to my embarrassment, they also said I was the spitting image of my father. Now, this is a very, another very useful expression, a spitting image. And this means to look exactly identical in appearance, to look really, really similar to someone else. So have you ever been mistaken for someone else? you might be the spitting image of them then. You might be the spitting image of a family member, or if you're very lucky, you might be the spitting image of a famous, attractive celebrity. That would be cool. So despite, apparently, being the spitting image of my brother, I've always thought I was somewhat of a black sheep in my family. So my hobbies, my taste in music, My beliefs and my personality, they've always seemed quite different to the other members of my family. You might know this expression, black sheep, if you have spent much time in the countryside where there are sheep. You know, maybe you'll see a field of white sheep. I guess white is the most common 
colourful sheep, I perhaps I suppose. But then there's just one black sheep who stands out because he looks so different from the other sheep. So a black sheep is the member of the family who is different from the rest. They break the pattern. So are you the black sheep in your family? There's usually at least one black sheep. Or perhaps you're very similar. Perhaps you have so much in common with your family. So have a think about it. Who is the black sheep for you? However, I'm not completely different, as much as I would like to think so. I do take after my father in many ways, for example. We both love nature, we love hiking, outdoors, that kind of stuff. And I'm not sure if this was something that I was born with, or perhaps something I learnt from the many walking trips and holidays we took when I was younger, which I hated at the time. I really hated them at the time. But, you know, now I have fond memories of mountain climbing and exploring in nature as a child. So it's kind of a good experience to have, even if I didn't like it then. So the expression or phrasal verb we can look at here is to take after someone. To take after someone is when one person copies characteristics from someone else. Usually the someone else is like a mentor or someone they respect or admire, or someone in a higher position than them, like a father figure, for example. So it doesn't have to be a family member. For example, you could take after your best friend, but that kind of implies that your best friend is like the leader. They're the leader of the group and you're the follower. But bringing it back to family, have a think again. Do you take after your mother or your father? or perhaps both, or even neither. And maybe even think about, if you are a very kind of respectable or influential person, perhaps people take after you. This is something that we don't often think about, but you do, or we do, have influence on the people around us. So I'm sure people take after you in some way, even if you're not aware of it. So I guess you could say, despite all the differences that there can be between parents and children, The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. This is a really nice idiom. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. And perhaps you can guess the meaning. So the apple represents the child. It's like a seed, you know, an offspring of the parent. And the tree, of course, is the parents. So basically, this means the child is similar to the parents. So we often use this when the child does something that the parents do. Let's say it's Christmas time and dad is sleeping in the chair by the fire and then we look over and we see his son, his little baby boy, also sleeping in his chair. And then the rest of the family can kind of, oh, that's so cute. And they can say, I guess the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. They're both very similar. Another expression is, like father, like son, or like mother, like daughter, whatever the case is. That's another common way to talk about it. So I'm not going to discuss my family too much here without their permission, but I can discuss my preference in a relationship. So if I have a partner, I would generally prefer to have someone who I feel equal to. I don't want to feel like I'm the dominant one, 
And I also don't really want the opposite. I want us to feel somewhat equal. So perhaps we can make decisions together. That's what I would prefer for, for myself anyway. However, in many or perhaps most relationships, it's common for someone to be dominant and make most of the important decisions. And of course, traditionally, in many cultures, this was the man. But of course, it's changing now. And especially in the UK, it could be the man or the woman. It's kind of 50-50. So if this is you, if you are the dominant decision maker, then we could say you wear the trousers in your relationship. Or if you're American, you would say wear the pants. But as you might know, pants in British English means underwear. So I hope you're wearing pants, but if you wear the trousers, it kind of just means you're taking the role of the man, or at least what is traditionally the male role. As I said, it is changing or has changed. So yeah, think about what you prefer, you know, with your partner or your future partner. Do you wear the trousers or do you prefer your partner to be the decision maker? It's something to consider and definitely something to keep in mind when you're choosing someone to be a partner. And yeah, what do you think? Do you think it should always be the woman or the man who is dominant? Or you know, perhaps it doesn't matter. Perhaps in the 21st century, anything goes. It doesn't matter. You know, I would say it's very, very dependent on the individual, the individual people. You know, for some people, it works best when someone wears the trousers. And for other people, it works best when it's kind of shared among the couple. So you certainly can't choose your family members. And this can lead to a lot of arguments and problems for many people. You can choose your friends, but you cannot choose who is in your family. But despite all of these issues that family members can potentially bring, many believe that blood is thicker than water. So this is the expression I gave to you at the beginning of the podcast. Blood represents family, you know, families share the same blood in some sense. So when we say blood is thicker than water, we mean family relationships are stronger than relationships outside of the family. When we say the word thick, meaning like big or fat, that kind of means close, like a close relationship. And we can see this in another expression, as thick as thieves. So this just means people are so close, so friendly, like a bunch of criminals. That's a whole nother expression. Blood is thicker than water. Family are closer than friends. So do you agree with this expression? Or do you think friends can be just as strong, or if not stronger than family? I think this will depend a lot on your culture and your personal experience, but I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. This is a really interesting topic for me because I've noticed that family relationships differ and vary so much depending on culture. I've spent a little bit of time now in Asia and I've noticed just how important family is here. Family seems to be everything. And if you don't have a strong family connection here, it seems like it can be quite a big problem for many people. Again, this is just my experience as an outsider, but it seems to be very common for the family 
to give everything to their children. They pay for the children in many ways and they support them. But there's some kind of unwritten expectation, perhaps, that when the parents are old and retired, the children will kind of give back. They will give back in care and perhaps financial help as well if they have a good job. And it's kind of this like reciprocal relationship where they both support each other. And in some ways that's quite nice, but in the UK I feel like it's quite different and perhaps many Western countries as well. So in the UK we have this sense of leaving the nest. So we often use that expression the purpose of the parents is to allow their children to leave the nest. And again, this is generally speaking, not for everyone, but generally, if the parents fail to allow their children to leave the nest, then they have failed as parents. That's kind of like the view in the UK, or so it seems. So when we say leave the nest, we mean kind of leave the comfort of their house and their parents, go out into the big wide world, get their own job, become independent, both as an individual and financially. So we really see it as the parents' job is to allow their children to have the best start in life so they can leave the parents, which is kind of sad, I guess. And unlike in many Asian cultures, it seems like in the UK, parents don't really want their children to be looking after them in their old age. I've seen this in many cases, not always, again, but in many cases, it seems like many older people, even though they do need help and they are struggling, they don't want to stop their children from living their life. So rather than depending on children for support in old age, many parents in the UK will instead depend on care homes and and other private kind of healthcare services. So I guess you could say as a result of this, perhaps families in the UK might not be so close compared to families in other countries. But I don't know. This is just my experience as one person living here and the differences I have seen in my kind of limited travels of the world. But please let me know because I know there are so many differences. So let me know what family is, what family means to you in your culture, and how important it is. And let me know any differences that you have seen compared to other countries. I'd really love to learn more about this, so do leave a comment. And again, you can leave a comment at ewmichael.com forward slash family. Also, one last thank you to Bianca for the question. If you would like to leave a question, you can go to ewmichael.com forward slash podcast. At the bottom of that page, there are two options. You can leave a written message or an audio message. So you can record your voice that I could include in the podcast. So you could have your you know, 10 seconds of, of fame. You know, I'm using fame perhaps in quotation marks. I have had a lot of messages recently, as I said before. So if you want the best chance of having me respond to your message, an audio message will be the best. Um, simply because it's nice to hear your voice, but also it's a podcast, so it kind of works well for this format rather than me reading an email. But of course, if you're not comfortable with an audio message, written is still fine. You know, anything 
any way you get in touch with me, I'm always so grateful. So thank you very much. I will stop there for today. Thank you so, so much for listening. I really appreciate your continued support. And I will see you next week on the podcast. Bye bye. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening.